Hey everyone, it's Matt Harmon from the Yahoo Fantasy Football Show. Are you sad there's no fantasy football going on right now? Yeah, me too. I've got good news for you though. It is fantasy baseball season right now. Join a public league, join an instant draft, or create a league with your buddies before opening day. It's Yahoo Fantasy Baseball time. Sign up for the 2024 fantasy baseball season at yahoo.com slash fantasy baseball or on the Yahoo Fantasy app. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hello and welcome to Baseball Barbacast, the only baseball podcast in the world that met with Shohei Otani last night. I'm Jake Mintz, and that's Jordan Schusterman. We sure did. Uh, he, again, I know he's, you know, there have been some reports that, oh, if it gets out, you're meeting with them. It's not, it's not good. We don't care. Uh, we will let you know. We met with Shohei last night, and we, we after, after a really nice, healthy conversation, healthy dialogue, it seems like it's going to be out of our price range. Yeah, I we're we both have talked about like oh like would you consider adding like another host like would you got bring in someone else and it's like it would have to be a really right. special case and we thought about it um, and with Shohei still in the market we were like listen that would be an opportunity that we probably wouldn't want to pass up if it was in the price range and we talked to him and we talked to Nez and it sounds like it's not. It's about $650 million above our budget. Yeah. On the show this morning, we are going to discuss the smoke that is the Shohei Otani to Toronto rumors. We're going to bemoan the lack of activity here at the winter meetings. And then we are going to discuss the bombshell report that the Kansas City Royals have at least $30 million to spend this offseason if you want to email us, you can do that at baseballbarbacast at gmail.com. These winter meetings have been a snoozer and a bore, but we hope that we have been able to provide a modicum of entertainment through the nap time. And let's begin with the biggest story in baseball. Yes. Shohei Otani. Yes. Now, we didn't meet with him yesterday, but according to reports, the Toronto Blue Jays, who there's been some pretty consistent uh, kind of indication since the start of the offseason that they were going to be very serious about trying to get in the mix. When we did our Otani preview, we put them in kind of that second, third tier of teams. And I remember saying on there, when we recorded that Otani special as I was slowly descending into COVID pain, that I said, I understand and, can, and believe that this is a team that can get a meeting. I, I said they, ha- they check enough boxes that they could get a meeting. They want to get a meeting. It sounds like they did it. And while that me- does that mean they were going to sign him? Uh, maybe not. But this is, uh, so if we were trusting the reporting, and we should go through the sequence of how that, this came to be, uh, that, that is a pretty significant achievement. The Blue Jays got their foot in the door. And if there's one thing I know about reeling into big fish, you just got to get your foot in the door. And they're in the door. Now, What's interesting to me, and then we'll hop to the reporting, is that, so now we know that they met. Is that notable? How notable is the fact that they met? Because, of course, they met. 
like of of course Otani is meeting with teams. That's sure. not notable. Okay, what is notable is where it happened. I think that that is the significant part. And where did it happen, Jordan? So let's just review what happens yesterday. Uh, yesterday, the part you know part of the winter meetings is that again the the people are here. The the GMs are here. The managers are here, and. The schedule for the managers to speak included John Schneider, the Blue Jays manager, to speak on Monday at some point. In addition to that, all the general managers are here. And the general managers, their availability is a little more scattered. However, they're having conversations with the local reporters up in the suites pretty regularly. And so in an instance where the general manager of a team is not here, the local reporters will find that out pretty quickly. Well, yes. And so, uh, so basically, Schneider was supposed to talk yesterday, and they moved it. And it was like, oh, no, he's going to talk tomorrow. It's like, okay, whatever. And I was talking to Ben Nicholson-Smith of Sportsnet, who is awesome and will be on the show at some point, uh, fan of the pod and very good Toronto-based reporter, uh, formerly of MLB Trade Rumors. And I was, we were joking about it. And was like, oh, wow, okay, that's, that's strange they'd move Schneider. And then... As I mentioned, I mentioned it on last night's show, and said, Jake, we, we refer, re- reviewed this this morning. We had a bit of a misunderstanding at the end of last night's show. Yeah. So what happened was Ross Atkins, the general manager of the Blue Jays, was, was not there. And he had a quote. Was not it, here. Was not here. He was not here. He was not here in Nashville with, with all, all the other ma- managers. And he had a quote on his Zoom from Mystery Location X. From the bunker. <laughs> from perhaps Dunedin, Florida. Where he said, due to scheduling conflicts, you know, I, I was unable to make it, but I'm, I'm here on Zoom. And I took that to say, one, I was in full-blown conspiracy town. Oh, of course, this is involved to, to Otani. I didn't make that clear enough last night. But I was also just laughing at the, the notion of schedule conflicts because you made the point like, oh, I don't care. It's just a family matter, whatever. But we have phrasing for that. It's not here due to a personal matter. That's, that's what you say. Mm-hmm. To say scheduling conflicts when like, what's on a general manager's schedule? To come to the winter meetings, <laughs> like, like to me, that is. I know. I know you made the point that like this isn't that important, and I understand that. But well, it, I, on the general manager's schedule would be the winter meetings, and you know how I know that because Ross Atkins, when we walked in this morning, was sitting at the desk next to us, and, and now he's here. here, and now he's here. He, so it's not like he wasn't planning to be here. Correct. But he was somewhere yesterday, and then the reporting suggests that perhaps he was in Dunedin, Florida, with Shohei Otani. When you presented me with that information, I thought you were saying. Wow, the winter meetings is so boring that the general manager of a baseball team didn't feel the need to come. That was the oh, thread okay. I See, thought it was. Oh, okay. Well, that's also funny in a different sense. Yeah. Um, but no, I was, I was just amused by the, the term scheduling conflict used by a general manager for something that is obviously on the schedule. And so... Like, what could supersede having to be here? Exactly. And, and, and your and point, which like... Well, well yes. And, and to your point, like, yeah, of course there could be other family, but, but that's exactly what I think we've learned, right, is that that is exactly what would supersede being here because if Otani says, yeah, I'll, I'll come through Dunedin and, I'll, and check out the player development con- complex, when do you want to come? Uh, on, on Monday, December 4th. All right. Well, all right. Well, then that's what we're going to do, right? And so, again, we, we get reporting late last night that, that this is what is believed to, be, to, to have happened. Um, we can just assume and connect the dots that, that Ross Atkins was, was down there. But most importantly... Whether he was there, who was there, what part of the Blue Jays group was there, whether John Schneider was there, right? Because obviously he wasn't here yesterday either. The point is, is back to why this is important, why a meeting is important there. It's like that is a significant, to get him there and not in Shohei playing a home game, which is clearly how he likes to do things. Yes. That seems to be, that, it, that this is the first indication of interest 
from the player side, in my opinion. Right. Because there's no way that he would bother to go... Like, Joe is clearly doing this at his own discretion, so... Again, this doesn't mean like, oh, they got him, they're the favorites, whatever. But like, this is Shohei going out of his way to learn something more about another team, which is a pretty big deal. And it sounds a little silly if you've never been to the Blue Jays complex, but that spring training site is a big selling point. It is the newest one. It is the nicest one. It is over-the-top sick. Like, it's an $100 million facility with like a pitching lab and all this, these bells and whistles that would be cool to someone like Shohei Otani, yes. right? And so from the Blue Jays side of things, it's like, come check out this pretty sick thing we have that you can use if you want. Right. Getting to walk Shohei around, that's a big deal. Especially, remember, he's never been to Florida so, for spring training before. Never, not for spring training, that's true. Now, they, he has played a game there when the Blue Jays were still playing home games there. Uh, earlier in a little you know, different a little different for sure so he's at least been to the stadium but but all the behind the scenes stuff obviously has never yes. seen whatsoever um and so to your point but but still every team wants to show him all the cool stuff they have and this is him taking up on the opportunity now you go probably across the country it seems like he's been mostly in southern california to, to check that out now is he doing this with other teams and we just don't know about that very possible i would say very probable I mean, I think that, again, though, like, because he definitely has, is not familiar with this complex, like, this, this is, it clearly piqued the interest enough, and at the, I, I agree, like, I have been the one saying the whole time, we still do not have a complete picture, so assuming anything too much about any amount of report is, is probably foolish, um, but I think what this is escalated now, too, is that if they were able to get to this point, now not only are the Blue Jays serious, you have to consider... Now it's like we're getting Blue Jays fans' hopes up to, to That's a degree. That's what I was going to say. That is a different thing because I think even Blue Jays fans, knowing that this is a, a long shot, a pipe dream, all these things, now we've, this has officially pushed it into the stage of, oh, this is going to suck if we don't sign him, even though that's an absurd thing to think. Which is exactly where the Mariners fans were yes. last time around. Exactly. And last time around, of course, it was, it was much faster and also much similarly secret, but... All of the assumptions, and again, in that case, remember, people were not keeping a whole lot secret last time. Yeah. Like, they were telegraphing their, they were very obvious about their intentions. Remember, they were, like, trading for international bonus pool money to get an extra bonus, whatever. They were like, yes, we want to, we want to, we want to. And so when it didn't happen, it was like, ugh. Now we have a situation where it's like, okay, we have a, a serious potential uh, a suitor here. Who knows? Maybe he has already done this visit with at the Cubs spring training in Arizona, right? There's all kinds of versions of this. How secret it's been? Who's to say? Um, but this is this is fascinating, and I think Toronto being this aggressive is is really is really fun, and uh, it would be a shocking thing. But uh, we we are we are on edge at this point. Two points, and then we'll take a quick break. Thinking about the report we had earlier this winter that if a meeting leaked, info leaked, that would be held against. <laughs> the team trying to sign Otani. We have a leak, or we have info, we have reporting, that the Blue Jays met with Otani. That will not be held against him because it's clear that Otani's that, yeah. camp... Is interested enough. Is interested enough yeah. and picked this day, yes. picked yesterday during the winter <laughs> meetings. It's like there is no way for Blue Jays brass to talk their way out of things. Exactly. You see and, what I'm saying? And that's, that's, that's a great point because... Yes, sure, like, Nesbolello and Otani, like, 
they have clearly earned the prerogative to run it however the hell they want. However, you are still working in the larger baseball ecosystem. And so if you choose to do some sort of secret meeting during the winter meetings, people it will is know. way more likely to come out than doing it last week or next week or anything. Correct. And so that also displays why I think this is important, some level of urgency, some level of we do want to wrap this up. We do Now, maybe not. Maybe it's just like I'm on my own schedule. Sorry, I want to meet you in the winter meetings. What are you going to tell me? No, I'm Shohei Otani, right? I don't care. What I'm, I'm still taking my time, but you're not going to tell me I'm, I can't meet during this day because it's, it's this important. So that's the part of it that is interesting. And, and now spinning it forward to today, as we just mentioned, we walked into the, you know, to the hotel today and we sit down here and who's on you know, MLB Network Radio is Ross Atkins. Like, he's here. John Schneider is, is going to talk today at some point. And John Schneider <laughs> is going to be, and I, I don't know what Ross spoke this morning, but... Let's role play this. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to be John Schneider. Mm-hmm. You're going to be the capital T, capital M, the media. Hey, John. Uh, what's up? How's, how's anything going on yesterday? There were reports that you guys met with Shohei Otani. That's not a question. Uh, okay. You got a question? Let me try again. Yeah. Uh, there were reports uh, that you met with Shohei Otani. Were, were you there? Um, I was here in Nashville. Okay. Really? Uh, yesterday, I was here in Nashville. Okay. Uh, and... Yesterday, have I was you, here in Nashville. Have you been uh, involved in the, in the Shohei Otani uh, recruitment? It sounds like you guys have been pretty aggressive there. So, uh, as you know, I'm not going to discuss any specific free agents right now. That's just not something we can do. Um, but generally, as a whole, yes, I'm looped in when we're talking about you know, free agency as a whole, that I am a part of that process. Mm-hmm. Um, it's collaborative. Oh, yeah. That's, that's, a, that's um, a great But at word. the end of the day, we trust, you know, obviously Ross is the one who has that job. Mm-hmm. And he can uh, make the decision. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll defer to Ross on, on that. whether or not Shohei Otani <laughs> is good. Like I he, can't speak to that. I just managed the team. Like, I am excited <laughs> to see him talk today, but, yeah. like, he will not. No, I know. I we're not going to get no, any no, no, that, That's true. Um, that said. I'm uh, not at li- oh, I'm not at liberty. Well, okay, yesterday... To discuss about specifics. Yesterday, we, we didn't mention this, but we did have a... Did, did you saw the, the Ron Washington quote? <laughs> Which, again, I didn't want to make much of it, but basically they, they were like, hey, the Angels, like, you guys still uh, involved in Otani? And he said, he repeated the same line twice. It seems like he decided, like, this is what I'm going to say when they asked me about Otani. Which was, here, wait, I actually want to get the exact phrasing because it was extremely Ron Washington. That's what I would do. If I was the manager of the Angels and I knew someone was going to ask me about Otani, I would practice it. It was like in middle school, if you ask someone out and like the last class of the day, you're in your head like practicing, I'm, uh, what am I going to say to like get this person to go out with me? Uh, question, how much attention are you giving to, sh- sign- oh, to signing uh, Shohei? Uh, or to Shohei signing somewhere? Ron Washington, I don't have much to say about that yet because I don't want to let anything out of the bag. <laughs> Which is, a, funny Which is a, a really adorable way of saying no comment. Yeah, right. Exactly. As a, because, but, but saying that, that, that also, but the way he phrased it made it sound like there's something in the bag that he mm. knows about. But I don't You can't let true. something out of the bag if there's nothing in there. Schrodinger's exactly. bag. Exactly. That's, that's what I'm getting at. Anyway, whatever. So I agree with you. It is interesting. And maybe we, maybe, maybe we will get uh, some further uh, Shohei buzz. Has the buzz from this allowed you to imagine or picture Otani on the Jays and what that would look like and what that would be yeah. and what that would mean. And sure. Yeah. Oh, I, I'm, I'm starting to wrap my head around. I'm not quite there yet, but I, I have been pretty consistent since the start of the offseason that that was the team that would be the most shocking, but I would believe it. Mm. So like in that sense, I've started to process it, 
but it's still pretty hard to fathom. <laughs> so, so we'll see. We'll see. And I, I, I do just hope that it is, at the very least, a sign of urgency, that the process is moving to the later stages, and that maybe that will spice this winter meetings up, even if uh, Nez and Otani are obviously not here. Let's take a quick break, and when we get back, we'll continue to talk about nothing. Hey everyone, producer Chris here with a brand new housekeeping note about our merch. Basically, we have a bunch of new stuff. So if you've been looking for a baseball barbercast themed beanie or bucket hat, or even a t-shirt with one of those cool pockets on the chest, well you can stop looking and start buying because they are all available right now just in time for winter. Just go to podswag.com slash baseball and don't leave yourself clothesless this winter. That's P-O-D-S-W-A-G dot com slash baseball. And welcome back to Baseball Barbacast. Jake Mintz, Jordan Schusterman here at the MLB Winter Meetings in Nashville. We got an email about the Winter Meetings. Okay. I want to start with that. It's from Daniel. Ahoy. Two quick questions for you gents today. Could the Winter Meetings be a fun fan experience? If I got a group of six to ten fans of my team down there, could we have a good time? Or is that wholly dependent on what team we enjoy? So the, the Winter Meetings as a fan experience, I think, is an interesting conversation. The answer is probably no. Yeah. Now, if you had elite feel you, and you were high the whole time, you could have a blast. Well, and if, if you have the patience and, and commitment, and, and there are people that are here. Like, there, there are enough, like, famous former players around that if you get a kick out of that, you know, like I, for example, like CC Spathia walking through yesterday, yeah. right? Like there's C4 Hall of Famers. And so if you're treating it just like a, some, a scaled down version of the all-star game where it's like, oh, what baseball people will I see? That's like, but as far as like a fan of a specific team that is like a, an event for like, no, I would say no. Would there's say no, really the, the value of this event is that everyone is talking to one another. Yeah. You don't get to do that if you're a fan. Well, for the most part, yes, uh, that is true. But if you're you're a fan of the Reds, it's not like you can be like, Nick Crow. Yeah, but I would say, too, here's the other way to put it. Even the people that are here who are supposed to be here are just waiting around. And if if you're coming as a fan, you'll be waiting around to an even more extreme degree for something that really might not even happen. There's really nowhere to exhibit your fandom. That's, that's the, the other, thing. That's the other thing. It's, it's not, not like, like we the have, NFL draft. Yeah, and it's not like we have people behind the MLB network set, like, going crazy. Like, no, it's not really that Let's go Blue Jays! So, yes, like, there is definitely a level of people watching and unpredictability of who might be walking through that is sort of interesting if you are an absolute hardcore baseball fan. But otherwise, I would say no. I think if you live in the city where the winter meetings is happening... It's worth checking out. Sure. If you, if you got a couple spare hours and you want to go pop in the lobby and see what you see, sure. Driving more than an, an hour and a half. Traveling to it, I would say, is not worth it from a, a, a fan perspective. Now, if you are a fan, posting up in the lobby at night mm. and watching various general managers imbibe them, imbibe it up, that's fun. That, that would could be funny. Be potentially very interesting. Uh, but I would still wouldn't, you know, say that you should. That should be a goal yeah. of yours. We're not trying to gatekeep here. Mm. To be clear, we're not trying to keep you away. No, we're just trying to be realistic. This no, is realistic. We'll, don't don't waste your time. Second anyway. question. <clears throat> oh yeah. As much as I love the Mariners, I need a break from the Mariners being the main character. Jake, do you have any <laughs> any Orioles? True. Anything you want to share? It sounds like they're doing nothing, Daniel. That's a good point. I haven't seen Elias. I guess we've seen some other. I've seen Sig. Is it better to have a disappointing offseason 
or an inactive offseason? That's that's that is the ultimate question, right? Um, I don't. Uh, I, let's uh, listen. Still early. I think that could be a very real conversation we have in February. Yeah. <laughs> but at this point, I still think uh, for a lot of teams, that's that's the other funny thing is you start of especially once you get to the winter meetings and what a couple teams do become the main characters. You're only thinking about them and only talking about them and all the people that you go, your fellow media members and baseball people like it comes back to the same topics. Right. Obviously, Otani, whatever. But like you're talking about the same teams and you realize you get to the middle of December and like you haven't given a, an ounce of thought to the Arizona Diamondbacks to, to the Diamondbacks or like even like 10 teams just haven't even come close to crossing your mind. And so honestly, right. the Orioles are one of those Correct. Teams. The main characters of these winter meetings are the Blue Jays, the Dodgers, the Mariners and the Braves and the Brewers. Brewers. Yep. Uh, but so far, and, uh, but obviously very little has happened. Right. And so because we have no news. And because MLB Trade Rumors is in a pretty bleak spot right now. Yeah, can you hit me some with yeah, some I headlines? Yeah, I mean, this is the thing. Like, the headlines, we got, you know, Reds' Mark Mathias agreed to minor league deal. Um, I know you want to talk about uh, J.J. Piccolo saying the Royals have at least $30 million to spend this offseason. That's at least some specificity, which I appreciate. You know, we had Joe Ross and Wade Miley yesterday. I will say we, we have one signing, Eric Fetty, who it seems like is nearing a deal to return a former Nationals pitcher went to the KBO, was the best pitcher in the KBO, the MVP over there. And now it seems like he's nearing a deal with either the Mets or the White Sox, but we don't know who. Like, That's like, what do you want for dinner? Um, ketchup <laughs> or a filet mignon? That's like, oh, I would like uh, ramen, top ramen, or a very nice steak. I... If Those I'm are different. If Those I'm are well, different but things. also, but it's, you know, it's, if the deal is whatever, two years and $10 million, like, I am in, intrigued by a, not just an Eric Fetty bidding war in general, and I love Eric Freddie, and I'm glad he's coming back to MLB. A bidding war between the White Sox and Mets is, is also a funny concept, right? Like, what are you doing here? Yeah, like, why are we doing the same thing? But that is a, an interesting thing, so maybe we'll have a, a resolution there. But again, we don't, we don't have a lot. Every um, pitcher that goes to Japan or Korea and thrives and succeeds and then comes back to the States, that's a good thing for baseball, yes. in my opinion, because it raises the level of competition in other leagues, and then we're going to get higher quality players from those leagues coming back to MLB. And I'm just a believer that the more kind of interchange we have is better for the, the global sport. I agree with that. And I think Fetty's uh, experience specifically is an interesting example of player development also improving literally in every league, right? And so, like, we talk about, okay, where can we get better? Oh, it's not just, oh, let me go over there and maybe put up good numbers against good competition. Let me get over there and take advantage of the resources that KBO teams have, right? And, like, they, there's stuff in that that we don't necessarily – we assume MLB has the best of the best of the best. Not true. Not true. No, there are KBO teams with better resources and pitching development than the, than the Washington Nationals. That's <laughs> yes. a fact. And then I think we have – Eric Freddie is the most obvious example we could have possibly seen. So excited to see where he ends up signing. Um, but other than that, like, again, it's just the same conversations. We're waiting on Soto – you know, Rosenthal uh, wrote about how the Soto to Yankees deal is a deal that basically has to happen for both sides, and I get that. But from a very logical perspective, not from the, the Yankees are obligated to everyone's other team players, but they are the, the most obvious suitor, the one that should be the most aggressive, that isn't waiting on Otani. Like, I agree with, with, with Ken's uh, reporting and, and analysis there. But other than that, man, like, we'll see if, if stuff starts to move this week uh, today because yesterday was uh, about as sleepy as you could possibly have for the first day of the winter meetings. Let's dig into the Royals' payroll conversation. <laughs> yeah, you got to – I mean, yeah, it, I'm, I'm excited to see how the Royals can spend $30 million. I love when GMs are saying, this is the amount of money that we can spend. Yeah. And then we can sit and be like, hmm, how do we want to dole this out? Well, but, but I, do, I do appreciate that because 
most of the time it's the opposite. Most of the time it's we're, we're working so blind and we have no idea what degree what the budget is and we have but we are still judging the front offices based on again that was obviously part of the mariners conversation so anyway uh all right jake i think we can cut it off here here's the much more exciting part about this episode it's yeah. episode 200 what this is the 200th episode of baseball that's lovely barbacast producer chris is here producer chris let us know that this is episode 200 um, I'm glad that it's it's just us. I don't think Vinny deserved to be on 200. That's a 199 he, he was, guy. He was a he's clearly a 199 kind of guy. Uh, but hopefully you guys enjoyed that episode. Uh, I know we are of course putting out more episodes than normal, and so it's maybe hard to catch up. Um, but it's been fun, and, and we'll see what other special guests we can get uh, on the next few episodes while we're here. Send some emails mm-hmm. at baseballbarbercast at gmail.com because if we have to record tonight. And the biggest news that we have is that Michael Waka <laughs> met with the Marlins. Then, like, come on, help us out. Jordan and I can do pods with nothing. Like, I'm not more than any other yeah. pod or media creator. I really do believe this. Yeah. In a vacuum of no news, we flourish. Yes. However, there's but a limit to that. It's, but particularly when it's like, this is the news place. We are so at news. Hard. It's we, news time. Yeah. So you know, if when I'm sitting at my desk and it's you know I'm comfortable and it's whatever December sixteenth and we can come up with some bullshit like yeah we can do that but this is a little bit different. What if what's the biggest thing you've learned about yourself since you arrived here in Nashville like you, uh, personal growth? Oh man, I don't know. I'm still I, I don't know. I'm still in in, in COVID recovery, so I'm, I'm still learning about that process. <clears throat> anyway, thank you all for listening. Thank you, Jake. Thank you, uh, producer Chris. Appreciate you, dude. And we'll be back uh, later. Uh, tonight's episode will probably post even later, but uh, hopefully we have news to talk about. Thank you all for listening, and goodbye. Serious XM Podcasts.